0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome to Behind the Dreams. My name is Jordan. With me as always is Jack. How are you Jack?
1: Doing well. Got back from Stanford for a conference and uh ready to talk about some Disney news because there's there, there's some there's some interesting stuff happening. So
0: there's some. Uh this is our 98th episode. We're approaching episode 100 here for Behind the Dreams. Um, for sure, it's been around six years. Not an impressive number, but uh, there, there was a pretty sizable there was a, break. There was a break there around COVID. um, But yeah, so the biggest news, this dropped, what, yesterday, two days ago? Bob two Iger ago. Yep. is extending uh, through 2026. So originally, you know, he was only going to be through 2024 when he was announced at the end of the year. And this is par for the course when it comes to Bob Iger, uh, where they just keep extending him out. <laughs> past his... Well, I think this does make sense because I don't think a real potential successor has really showed themselves uh, during the last eight months, which is nine months, however long he's been in charge here. And, it's uh, I'm sure now with them weathering all of the stuff that they're weathering with the, the strikes and the uh, economy and all that kind of stuff, the box office bombs that they are probably wanting some more stability, um, because he would only have another year and a half. <laughs> so mm. I think I think that is why this happened here. Um, I just think it's funny that this is what always happens with Bob. Um, but yeah, so I guess, uh, any thoughts about 2026 extension for Iger before we talk about some of his other comments that he's in the news for? Uh,
1: I mean, you know, it, it makes sense, I think, to to extend him, like you said, need a little bit of stability, uh, it never works to like really do uh, like a few years here and there, uh, so I, th- I think this is probably good. Uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people have been blaming Iger for like you know the the box office flops, but I I think to an extent that's still somewhat out of his control. Still kind of ShapeX fault a little bit of the residual from that i think we're getting more into the territory of where it's completely under his control now like any projects coming out so we'll see but uh, i mean you know as much as, as much as we've said like as people have said like oh you know these movies aren't doing as well elemental became disney's best movie uh performance in the box office since frozen 2 so yeah i want to clarify uh, that
0: though uh because it, frozen 2 yeah. was the year before covid so literally right. uh every movie since then was released during covid and was either split with disney plus or had like a one month window like um encanto and strange right. world encanto specifically blew up on disney plus coming out a month after it did in theaters mm-hmm. um and i think that therein lies kind of shows us the problem right is not to go too far off on box office stuff right but when it comes to some people are going to be comfortable waiting at home because there's precedent that the movie comes to disney plus not long after it's in theaters and when right. it costs Okay, my local theater that I go to is not a chain. I mean, it's a local chain, but it's not like a nationwide chain. Its tickets are about $14 a person, right? Not bad. Mm -hmm. Recliner, small theater. It's good. $7 Tuesdays. My big chain, Regal. I go there with a gift card in a matinee to see The Flash for a second time. Matinee showing. And it comes out to uh, 1375. Right? Okay. So what is a normal price at Regal? I don't know. I don't go there during normal times. I go there when I have a gift card. So, and that was without the fees. I went up there with my gift card and bought a ticket at the thing. So no online transaction fee or anything. And it cost me still more than half of the gift card. $25 gift card for one nice. ticket, one ticket on a matinee. Um, So I do wonder like, okay, take 13, take $15. I think that's pretty standard nowadays. $15 times four is going to be $60 for a family of four, just for tickets. Now, if you add in the food, my local theater is very good about food prices. Really? I think it was like $8 for a large, or something, um, okay. popcorn, and you know, not no, bad, that's price. not too bad. Comes out to less than $20 for me and my wife to have a big popcorn and two large drinks. When I went by myself again, to see the flash at Regal, uh, it was about $20 for just me having a large soda and a large Coke. Um, I mean, a large soda and a large popcorn. So when you look at that let's say twenty dollars for concessions maybe for two people and if you add in the kids and they're splitting you're looking at maybe thirty to forty dollars just for Mm -hmm. concessions right which means you're looking at about a hundred dollars for a theater trip for a family of four
1: yeah that's yeah not many people can do that
0: (laughs) yes and it's not like encanto is a bad movie right so like it found its audience on Disney Plus because it's mm-hmm. good and people enjoyed it. But nobody saw it in theaters. It made like fifty million dollars. No, it, it made two
1: it made two hundred and fifty-six million uh total. But
0: domestically it didn't, right? Oh
1: domestic domestically it might have been a little bit higher, actually. But I was checking this earlier today. Uh, but it made two because I was curious once I saw the statistic about elemental, you know, like uh saying that it beat out Encanto, like I because I was like oh yeah yeah that that seems obvious but uh Encanto made like
0: okay 96.1 million in the US and 160 million in other territories. Uh that's not a lot for an animated film um well especially Disney. Disney spends right, about no, no. 200 million just on production on these animated films which means usually you want them to make Uh, double the you want to double it in theaters right so if you make Mm -hmm. like 200 if it costs you 200 million you want to try to make 400 million so you actually get a profit because they're also spending about another 100 million on on marketing (laughs) so i mean if the movie costs 300 million to make or so then you're looking at it didn't even make back its budget um so yeah, I, I so I just wanted to highlight that because I do think while yeah. Elemental is legging it out, I haven't seen it yet, it is doing better because some of these other animated films that are starting to leave theaters mm-hmm. um, and Ruby uh, Ruby Gilman just totally flopped as soon as it came and went. So um, people are still going to see Elemental. But just highlighting that that stat makes it sound a little bit more beefed up because if you look at what Frozen 2 made, it made what? one point something billion dollars
1: 1.4 billion
0: yeah. 1.4 billion dollars at the at the theater so when you see disney is falling off on, on that type of box office and then you have uh indie is doing uh okay it's not doing what you know crystal skull did uh 15 years ago so yeah. that's worrying for them and then Haunted Mansion I, is not tracking well, really, either. So it's it's all curious on how I mean, they're going to weather those.
1: It's going to be even rougher, too, for any movies that are releasing, because no press, really. You're, you're not going to get any press uh, Well, from a lot, from, anything at least after from the Ju- actors.
0: Anything after July. They actually filmed, uh, I heard this, I was reading stuff about this day. All the movies throughout this month and part of next month have filmed uh, a ton of press junket stuff. Right, with yeah. the actors that they'll release over the time through this strike Uh, which I guess we should probably talk about as well here but uh the strike is happening not just for the writers we talked about that before but mm-hmm. now the Screen Actors Guild are joining the strike because their contract came up I think the Directors Guild is coming up next but I think they might make I, a deal thought, or it yeah, might thought, have already came up and they I made a deal I think
1: the Directors might have already made a deal I could be wrong though
0: it was rumored that they were going to make a deal. So if they haven't, we don't expect the directors to join the strike here. Now, I, I do think that this will. Hopefully, I'll add the qualifier. Hopefully, I do. Hopefully, think that this will speed it up a bit. Um, it may not speed up the writer stuff at all, actually, but it's definitely going to speed up. The actors, I don't think, will be striking for that long because. Here, Here is the thing, and Iger alludes to this in his quote we're going to read here in a second, but they just got out, and I've been saying this on like every podcast I do, Jack, they mm-hmm. just got out of a huge period where they were sitting on content or not being able to produce content during COVID. And things are just now starting to get back to normal, and now you got this wrench thrown into it. I don't Mm -hmm. think the studios can afford this. I think the actors have more leverage than the writers, obviously. And I think they have more leverage than the studios because when it comes to the studios, you're already seeing diminishing returns in the theater. People are just going to stop going to the theater even more. You know, like if this thing stretches on, some people are worried about it stretching into the end of the year, into next year. I don't think it lasts that long. Uh, I give it till August, mid August uh, is what I would hope. Uh, maybe September, but I, I don't think it's going to last much past that because what is coming up in August and September, Jack? Uh, the NFL, which uh, yep. is a huge money maker, and people instead of going to theaters where they won't be able to go see movies that are, you know, uh, actually presented. Like there's going to be no publicity for the Marvels and stuff. So what are people going to do? They already can't afford going to the movies multiple times that much. So they're going to sit down on their couch. They're going to watch what is on basic television, which is the NFL. You don't have to worry about streaming services for that, except for like Amazon prime. And people are going to sit there and they're going to watch sports or they're going to watch, um, you know, reality TV, or they're going to watch, uh, and while reality TV is made by some studios, uh, it's not going to give them the same sort of return that movies do. So at one mm-hmm. point, this is going to break where the sides are going to have to come to an agreement because the business is already dying as I think we've seen here. And I don't think it can sustain another long layoff like we did in COVID. I mean, people have already shifted. My parents are more of a wait and see now. Uh, and they're not even that old, you know, but it's like, we hear about older populations that are like, we well, wait until it's streaming. Um, you know, I still like going to the theater, but my parents like for Indiana Jones, I think they're going to wait because they they don't want to go to the theater. They already been to the theater so many times this summer for other stuff. It's mm. like they have to pick and choose and people that also can't afford it are going to have to pick and choose what movies they want to go to throughout the year. And at this point, the whole business model is is on an edge.
1: Yeah. What I, what I hope though, from the strike, at least with the actors joining, is it hopefully will place more uh, onus on the on the studios to come to negotiate, but also that it helps lift up that they use that leverage to help lift up the writers too, because I think a lot of the actors also understand like they can't do a lot of what they do without the work of the writers behind the scene. The scenes, right? So I hope that they are able to use any increased leverage that they get to bring that up with them. So you know, they they get paid fairly, right? Because at the end of the day, I don't think what they're as- asking for, and to kind of allude to what we're uh, to the quote, like I don't think it's unreasonable uh, what they're what they're asking for, right? Uh, and seeing some of the news of what's like. What studios presented, like um, I'm not sure if you saw this one, but uh, apparently they were going to have like background or extra actors. They were going to have them come in for pay them one day's work for a for a scan, and uh, so they could use that for AI. But the kicker is they could use that forever uh, without without needing to pay them, without needing to get any permission.
0: And they would pay them a day's work. I think they said is two hundred dollars for an extra
1: two hundred dollars for. Your likeness to be used forever. In that, per, yeah, in, in forever. That, that's ridiculous. Like, if like thinking about the sheer number of extras needed on projects, right? You're you're probably these scans would be used theoretically in like thousands of movies. You're that breaks down to maybe like fifty cents per, like probably not even fifty cents per movie, twenty five cents per movie, maybe for May-
0: forever and ever. Uh, it could be a cent a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it could be less than it could that. be a I percentage
1: mean... of a cent. Like yeah. it's it's ridiculous. So like, you know, I, I hope that the actors coming out and striking is going to bring some put some more urgency into this situation and make the studios actually come to the table instead of, as I think, like, you know, the, the statement that came out from someone within the studio saying, you know, wait until October when they're about to be homeless, then we can negotiate because uh, they'll be desperate. Like that's, yeah, that's terrible.
0: (laughs) Here's, here's his quote here. Uh, He was asked uh, about the strikes. He said, it's very disturbing to me. We've talked about disruptive forces on this business and all the challenges we're facing the recovery from COVID, which is ongoing. It's not completely back. This is the worst time in the world to add to that disruption. So at this point you're like, okay, maybe not too bad of a quote. You're like, uh, maybe he's just disturbed about that. They can't get a deal. Right. And then mm-hmm. here's the rest of it. I understand any labor organization's desire to work on behalf of its members to get the most compensation and be compensated fairly based on the value that they deliver. We managed as an industry to negotiate a very good deal with the Directors Guild that reflects the value that the directors contribute. We want to do the same thing with the writers and we'd like to do the same thing with the actors. There's a level of expectation that they have that is just not realistic and they are adding to the set of the challenges that this business is already facing that is quite frankly very disruptive. Uh, So if you don't know what the writers are writers and actors are really asking for it's against it's it's about safety from AI, mm-hmm. you know, not being able to use uh like use AI to write a script and get rid of writers, period, and then also with actors not using their likenesses, um, going forward without an agreement. Yeah, um, and
1: uh, for writers as well, it's about residuals you for know, both from of these. Streaming. It's about residuals yeah. about streaming. streaming
0: because some of these. Uh, if anybody knows how the model used to work, right? So you get a. You get a show, or a movie, but usually a show deals with more residuals, where. If it's popular and is a hit, it, it's going to go into syndication and then every time that rerun airs the people in that episode and who wrote the episode and who directed the episode will get a check that has you know just a certain amount on it that is from reruns from any time it airs it's going to get paid in there now it's a little different with streaming um there's more of a fraction of residuals than what it was before. And now what we're also seeing is a show like the mysterious Benedict society or whatever. Right. Uh, that was on Disney plus had who <laughs> had uh, Emmy nominations for one of its two seasons. At least it gets canceled and now it is completely removed from Disney plus. And which means nobody gets residuals at all because nobody's watching it and there's no way to interact with this. Also, it's just, it's just in the writer sense, even without residuals, it's just gone. Something you put years into your life is just gone. You can't find it. I know people, and I've said it probably two episodes ago, I know people like to equate this to, well, that's what used to happen on broadcast TV. A show would get canceled and nothing would happen. But you're not paying for it. Those shows were paid by ads, and they were... Uh, over-the-air television which were was um, you know antennas they're free now you are paying a monthly subscription and disney is taking that money that they are supposed to be using it to give you content and instead of putting more on there right now they're taking it away and it's a backwards model we're finding ourselves in right now and it's one of the reasons i don't like streaming it's why i like to buy physical media still as much as I sound like an old man yelling at clouds, I'm sure. But uh, I mean, I love having it physically in my hand. Uh, another reason is like, just episodes of It's Always Sunny and, and Community are gone. Right? You can't get them on streaming because either they mm-hmm. felt like they they didn't get the jokes and they think it's offensive or whatever. But they took certain episodes of those off. You can usually buy them on like iTunes or stuff, but like they won't stream them.
1: Comu- uh, community, I crazy. one that one episode. I think it's only unavailable on Netflix. It is available on Prime Video, I believe.
0: You have to pay for it. No, you can't no, no,
1: no, no. It, right? I, I was able to watch it for free at least, but oh, okay. maybe it's, maybe that's with the. I I have like Amazon Prime, so maybe it's with that. But uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I had to. I bought one of them. I, I, the Dungeons and Dragons episode season two I,
1: episode fourteen. Yeah, I got, bought it on uh,
0: Amazon. I mean, I bought it on Vudu. <laughs> But at one point I want to upgrade and get the Blu-ray or something because I don't want to risk stuff getting taken away. I mean, like we're just in this very dystopian world right now. Um, it, It's crazy. I mean, there's another yeah. show I used to really watch when I was growing up in a movie. It was on MTV. It's the first MTV original movie. Okay. It's called together. It's a boy band parody. The DVD is out of print. It's not streaming anywhere. They don't, put it anywhere. I have like a VHS tape version of it. And I also found it on YouTube and I'm like, this is like, so I've seen also people ask for that. Like, if you're never going to show it, give it public domain, then let mm-hmm. us have it at uh, some way, have it for free then if you're not going to use it and you can't make any money off of it. Um, Cause just when the stuff's gone, it's gone. So that's another thing studios are kind of going off of because they're like, we're, you know, I mean the the writers and the actors are upset about too, is because you there's no residuals because they're just taking this stuff off if it's not popular. You also have like I think the writer who wrote the episode of She Hulk, um, mm-hmm.
1: yep, the, Daredevil, the episode Daredevil episode, yep,
0: gets like two hundred dollars for residuals for that episode. That's it.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: i don't know that's if that's ridiculous. like every month every year what it is
1: R- regardless for a marvel show yeah like,
0: with ridiculous. the most popular character in that whole show
1: yeah uh that that's ridiculous and i mean regarding Iger's comments on this right first of all strikes are meant to be disruptive um the point of it is to be disruptive it's how you to... get what you
0: want yeah exactly
1: like that if If you're complaining about it being disruptive, you're not understanding what the point of the strike is. Um, it It is meant to be because they know that if you're not if they're not disruptive, then studios aren't going to listen, right? there uh, so uh, that's number one. number two, um, unrealistic. <laughs>
0: He says as he's remodeling his house for yeah. uh, his mansion for he, $53 he says million dollars as his or contract.
1: Whatever. He says as his contract is going to make him twenty-five million dollars. Um, a year. A year, yeah. These these writers are sometimes asking for like maybe an extra twenty-five dollars a month.
0: Well, here's the other thing like, that writers <laughs> are having a hard time with too is that the smaller writers' room. So because some of these shows have less episodes the 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 streaming shows and stuff. The writers' room is smaller than it once was, Mm -hmm. and what happens with that then is there's less people getting staffed onto shows, which means there's less jobs and there's less money now that they're being paid because of I mean because of all of this. So not only are they not like look if you want to go all the way back to Gilligan's Island, right? Let's go back to Gilligan's Island. That was a show that would have 30 some episodes a season, right And then of course network TV started to get a little smaller. We, we kind of settled on a 22 episode period for quite a while. And now we're kind of into a period where it's 13, 10, mm-hmm. some see some shows look, Disney's like six. that's all you get, right? I mean like yeah, it's insane. And then you have to wait two seasons, two years, for a whole other season. I mean, sometimes, Jack, I just want to go back <laughs> to the old days. And what I mean by that is, like, some of these shows, I always thought, Disney, Disney, where the hell is Modern Family? Why is it not on Disney Plus? Why do you have it on Hulu and Peacock? This is a show that's a family show that can drive stuff to your subscriptions. It's, it's mind-boggling. It's a show that has nine seasons. When you see, or 11 seasons, actually. Yeah, 11. Yeah. When you look at what shows are popular on streaming uh, on Netflix, it was always Friends, The Office, you know, shows that have 10, uh, 9, 11 seasons. And then that was so popular on Netflix that WB said, hell, we'll put Friends on our own platform instead. And, you know, people signed up for Friends. Uh, you know wb just for friends and you know they're also like well we have big bang theory which is like 12 seasons or something yeah and then you know like they have those are the shows that are popular on streaming because you can watch them over and over again and it takes you forever to get to that next like to go back around you know what i'm saying yeah when a show is six episodes long i can only rewatch that so many times before i'm like i need new stuff like where is the uh Where's the next season at, you know? And I I think it's a little tangent wise here. I think that some of these uh, streamers you'd think would be trying to do a, like a a new comedy show that would have, you know, that is 10 seasons long. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously they'll only green light if it's popular, but I'm saying like, try doing, 16 to 22 episodes for some of these streamers instead of eight. Mm. Yeah. And then you can actually uh, have a show that lasts longer as well on the whole like weekly, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to do weekly drops or if you're going to do all at once, it's going to take people longer to get through, which means they're watching more hours of it. And you don't have to give, like, I think Netflix tried that with Steve Carell's show, but again, it was only six episodes and it was, uh they had all these big stars, which cost millions of dollars. Right. So it doesn't make sense. Just go back to like just buy a show off network television then <laughs> with that type of budget. And then you would have longer writers' rooms again. And you can kind of I, I also think if streamers are worried about money, that they should have one of those longer running shows and then they can also um sell it in syndication you know what I'm saying like stop trying to be the end all destination for everything because a, a, a studio that's doing very well right now is Sony who doesn't even have streaming they made a billion dollars just recently off of their deal that they made with Netflix and that mm. just started it's like a man called Otto or whatever was part of it and now like Spider-Verse is going to be going on there and like they don't have a streaming thing. They're like, we'll just sell our content and it's making them tons of money. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, Iger not, it's not, it's not unreasonable what they're doing. Uh, solidarity with writers, actors, obviously, uh, pay, pay, pay them what they're worth. That, that, that's my, that's my, that's my final bit. You know, that, that's about it. All like, uh, yeah, I I think it's just ridiculous whenever you know CEOs go on and are like, "Well, I don't know the, the these writers should the, these employees should just should just be grateful when they're making you know shut up and millions. write. yeah, like mi- um... millions of dollars instead, right? Like what if if there's if there's any come like companies that do that, it makes me so mad because uh, come on.
0: Well, the thing that pisses me off about it is that are the CEOs needed and what i mean by that is like yes i'm sure <laughs> yeah. i'm sure they are right but does he deserve 25 million dollars a year when he's not the one oh. actually making the content he, all he's saying is yes or no when yeah, it comes he, to being greenlit like I mean, that's, that's it.
1: it yeah it's it's ridiculous uh you know like uh, i think there's a pretty easy place where we could get extra money from for for these writers and actors and uh I don't think Bob Iger would like where I, my idea is coming from, but uh, it, it's the most logical thing because like it or not, the CEO does not contribute that much to the value overall that's being produced there. Like uh, sure. Kind of act, it kind of acts as a scapegoat if things don't go right, but also gets credit when things do. And, you know, just kind of says yes or no and makes public appearances for the company. That's, that's really all they make deals. I mean, him. like, yeah, yeah he, sure. He bought,
0: you know, Pixar, whatever, but,
1: but also like, it's not just him. It's like lawyers, yes, uh, you yeah. know, other people are working on those deals. It's not just him uh, in the room. Like, sure. Yes. He has a role in that, but you know, like there's a lot of other people too. So I, I don't know. It, it just screams like, you know, out of touch millionaire, right. The that kind of comment. Uh, So that, I'm, you know, I'm glad he's extending with Disney. I think that's a good move, but I think he should also recognize a little bit more what the situation is instead of, you know, making this kind of comment because what I will say too uh,
0: about this is I do think there was no way he was going to say anything differently, and what I mean by that is because he is part of the. what alliance of motion pictures whatever right if he came out saying something else other than this i do think it would come across bad to the rest of the people in the studios what i mean by that is they like to present a united front is what i mean the same way that there's probably no actor that you speak to that is part of sag that is going to be like agreeing with bob iger even if they do What I mean by that is they're not going to come out and say it because they're presenting a united front. So even if Bob is, like, understanding, even if he does understand, he was always going to say this. Yeah. Because uh, there's no way – because then Netflix or WB would be like, what the hell, Bob? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was no way he would say anything differently. But uh, there you go. Yeah.
1: Oh we we've gone on a long enough tangent, I think, about box yeah. offices and and the and, <laughs> uh, strike. Uh like I said last note, support for the writers and the actors. Uh and pay Unionize them what they're worth. Yeah. If you don't pay them what they're worth. That's <laughs> there we go.
0: All right. So we have a little bit of an update to what used to be the Magical Express, but now Sunshine Flyer and Mirrors Connect um are the ways that you currently can get there from the airport. They are apparently merging and that's gonna launch uh August first. So coming yep. up here. It's called Mears Connect driven by Sunshine, because they wanted to make it the most complicated name that they could. Uh it's the only only twenty-four hour <laughs> shuttle um that services both of the A, B, and C terminals uh, for arrivals and departures at Orlando International. But yeah. yeah. So there you go.
1: Unfortunately, it'll still be super expensive, even though they say our method is cost effective. I mean, sure, compared to an Uber, maybe, uh, but... Man, I miss the Magical Express. It was great. Remember, like you would get there, you have the buses with like the old like '90s style designs on the seats, you know? Yeah, like a Styrofoam like,
0: cup from the '90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And then you had the movies. They had like the here's here's all the fun things happening at Disney World with all the characters on it. And then they had the cartoons and the trivia. It was a great time to. It was a great way to spend the the time getting to the airport, and uh, it was free, and it was great. Uh, but of course why make it free when you can make people pay?
0: Yeah, so I think this wasn't a Disney thing, right? right. I think it, I think it's it was what, mirrors it's what the, that wanted to stop doing it or something because they wanted to make money off of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wish Disney had fought maybe a little harder to keep that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that, that, that would have been kind of cool. Disney uh, can afford it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you the last few times my family's gone, we just rent a car, so it, mm. it ends. See, it's...
0: car rentals can be very expensive too. We we usually get mm. this shuttle, uh, I will say that we usually get the okay. mirrors, um, connect, and it's pretty much there. They are the exact Disney Express buses, uh, <laughs> without the decals on there anymore, <sighs> It is literally what they are. Uh, they have some of the same seat designs, they have the Do little have the rack movies? where the TV used to be. Oh, they don't they have don't it even going have... now. Um, that's that's the worst
1: thing that's (laughs) that's 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 actually uh, that's the new
0: decal on the side is all it is uh but yeah
1: literally paying more for a fresh coat of paint
0: it is nice though it's it's worth it like in the sense of like uh we've done ubers before they turned Mm. out to be kind of too expensive at certain times for sure um and you have to worry about like like we we did that with like two other people and my wife so was, okay you know we split it but then you also have to worry about everyone's suitcase you're like oh my god are we gonna fit it all in this car so you had to make sure you had the right sort of car on uber it's just yeah, easier yeah. to just okay. get the shuttle have them put it underneath of the thing and just get to your resort yeah um, we, yeah
1: we i i think like for my family you know five people it's like what thirty dollars per person uh, or so like something like shuttle? that yeah yeah so like going there and back you're looking at three hundred dollars total uh, for for everyone so you know at that yeah, point it makes sense then, for
0: like a car yeah it's like yeah, 300 dollars a day or yeah exactly I mean, for the five for, days or whatever
1: yeah so it, it so it ends up being a little bit better to do that uh yeah uh, i mean it cool i guess that they're that they're merging but also kind of not because that means less competition which tends to mean that the price can go a little bit higher but uh that that's I, I just missed when it was free. That's that's, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, same. That, that's that's my main observation with it.
0: All right. Well, Merida has had her final day at the fairy tale garden. Uh, but they've now uh, that was one thing that we were wondering when the rumor was going that, you know, or the announcement originally that a meet and greet for Maribel was going to go there uh, from Encanto is I was like, okay, oh, so, so they're just gonna get rid of Merida? Uh, no, they've put her in the Enchanted Glade gazebo in oh, Liberty yeah, Square. Okay. Um, is that the one that's outside of Liberty Square?
1: Yeah, and I think uh, where that's Tiana where used Tiana, to be? yep, where Tiana used to be, but now you know, with uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure and the new location for her, I guess where do you
0: meet her now? There? Well, remember
1: la- uh, last episode we talked about it that it's kind of like in Frontierland, like uh, she's around. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah Frontierland, yeah." yeah so i guess it you know it sort of makes sense but also i that merida meet and greet has been around for like what feels like forever <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like i think uh, it was
0: there when i worked there i think yeah so, like yeah, I, I think it years. started
1: in 2012 it was or probably so. right
0: after brave came out
1: right so and brave was 2012 yeah so like it, it it's been around for a long time like uh but cuz i met merida there on
0: my uh program
1: yeah so i mean you know i i mean i i think capitalizing on encanto you know still very popular uh movie makes a lot of sense to transition it over i feel like merida is still still you know somewhat popular but not like as popular as as a lot of other characters so it, it makes sense i think to transition towards bringing the uh that was a big thunder strike. Oh, i uh, heard right. that one I, yeah. yeah yeah okay um uh yeah so that that was uh so i think it's a good choice you know to make that change
0: uh, i will say it's a little odd in the sense of you know of course when i think of liberty square i think of scotland right so it is uh, yeah, uh, yeah yeah you know yeah well you weird. know what
1: S- the U.S. wanted liberty from England. Scotland wants <laughs> they liberty still from want it. England. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm thinking they could have just put her in Fairy Tale Hall, couldn't they?
1: Yeah, I. I mean, currently they have. Let's see. They have just Rapunzel, rotate. Rapunzel, Snow White, um, Cinderella,
0: Cinderella, and and, Aurora. Right? Is it
1: Aurora? Yeah. Yeah. I. I yeah. You could could probably do that just like rotate it every, every few months or so right like uh, even
0: months I, I think you could probably do it like hourly
1: that's true yeah I mean, yeah i mean it's every just a giant hours, meet and great location so why not <laughs> use it i guess right so yeah well i guess uh, they
0: needed something for the gazebo and it's not technically i mean it's called liberty square but that is right outside of there i think you can get away with it but
1: yeah, it's kind of like if I'm remembering right, it's like right between Frontier and Liberty. I think
0: it is. Uh, I could be between Adventure wrong. and Liberty. It is right behind oh, the Christmas okay. shop. Yep. It is right, right. there. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's a little, it's almost closer to Main Street in the sense of like, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You I... know, pe- when people are walking by that, they're probably not thinking this is part of Liberty Square because like Tiana oh. wouldn't fit in Liberty Square either, but it's just kind of what they. <laughs> Yeah. What did they put? It? Yeah, they're like we don't yeah. have New Orleans Square here. So Liberty Square it is. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, uh one one news item that we don't have the, on the agenda but popped up when I clicked on the the link for for this one. Uh Haunted Mansion is getting refurbishments for a few days in August. Uh yeah. Not, you know, kind of not much. I know
0: people uh, uh, immediately leapt to Hatbox Ghost but they said no. It's not going to be. Okay. I mean, that's they, too they quick. Did say no? okay. Yeah, it's too quick.
1: I mean, if, if it, I, I can let you know, <laughs> I can let you know, because I'll be, yeah. I'll, I'll be there uh, a few days later. So um, I funny story with that, by the way, I'm not sure if I've said this. Uh, when I was seven, I was terrified of the Haunted Mansion mm. and they had in there that they had just refurbishment, refurbished it. And I misread the word enhanced as enchanted. Uh, so I thought, oh, it's like nice and peaceful now. Oh uh, and um, it was not. I was terrified what they what they did add in this is they added more of those popping up head effects in the cemetery Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um that's
0: even scarier than
1: yeah that did not go well for me uh my my family still has a good laugh over that all the time uh the the uh you know like jack is this ride newly enchanted uh
0: i am thinking like you saw that and you're like oh it's like tiki room and you're like yeah no no, (laughs) exactly
1: yeah i was thinking like enchanted like oh magical nice whimsical fun right uh that's i i was seven okay I, i i i looked at it quickly i thought it said enchanted it was enhanced uh but yeah, so I'm never. I don't think I'll ever live that one down. I think I think that's forever.
0: <laughs> that's why now Jack reads every sign multiple times yes. before he rides a ride.
1: Yes, uh, it, I'm not making the enchanted enhanced mistake yet. So, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll see what this new enhanced haunted mansion looks like. I guess uh, once once I'm there.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, San Francisco, Square uh opening in disneyland california adventure uh will open officially august 31st um, pretty if, quick turnaround yeah this is what replace the wharf
1: uh specific yeah, yeah yeah yep wharf.
0: um i don't i don't know why they had to go with square it's not even really a square it's, it's a rectangle
1: it's, a rectangle is a, square. a, a square Kind. you of. think
0: this is a square
1: it's not it's not but okay. it, it, it's kind of rectangular you know it's yeah, in the same I, family I of shapes
0: just i don't know I, th- I feel like they put square when they don't know what else to do i i think it like <laughs> makes sense for liberty square because it sounds like an old timey thing right but, like new orleans square i guess that's fine this square i'm like i don't know <laughs> could have called it anything else San Francisco
1: um, Bay would have made a lot of sense, I yes, mean, all, that were just San Francisco. I mean, I don't
0: know yeah. why we need to add anything to it.
1: i I think Bay works really well because it's on the waterfront, right? Like,
0: well, it, yeah, it's a it's an amalgam of Tokyo and San Francisco, yeah. so like so, why yeah.
1: why not? like I, I don't know it's it's not a square. Uh, square to me screams like enclosed, you know, like, like, landlocked, I guess.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, looking at a... Br- I think that's part of it. I'm looking at a bridge, and I'm like, it's not a square. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are they doing?
1: Yeah, so, I I mean, the... the. It. I, I'm excited to see what it looks like. You know, they have some new restaurant themings, it looks like, while keeping a lot of the old ones around. Um, and, you know, actually using an area of the park to have, like, a meet-and-greet that usually doesn't get... Too much traffic, you know. Uh, it, it's I think it's a I think it's a good sort of opportunity to get some more distribution of people around the park. Maybe alleviate some crowds from like Radiator sprains or uh, you know Pixar Pier uh, and Avengers Campus. I think I it's not going to take away a ton, obviously, from that. But I think you know it it'll it'll be a a place that people can actually spend some more time in for like a meal and a meet and greet instead of just passing through for a snack.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like the meet and greet. Um so that's where they'll have them. Then we have a Mexican grill that's gonna open up there. Aunt Cass's cafe is gonna be there, um, which is for soups, um, and Japanese yeah, so, inspired yeah. dishes and all that kind they're, of stuff.
1: They're re-theming a lot of the restaurants yeah, there yeah. to kind of match with it, which you know, I, I I I think like you can definitely that that's pretty easy. Like it, it there's definitely much more difficult. <laughs> rethemes that they could have gone with, uh, but
0: well, too, yeah, because yeah. it was Pacific yeah. Wharf, and it is on the Pacific anyway, San Francisco. So I mean, it, it to me, it makes sense, as it right? Anyway. I,
1: I think, I, I think it'll look good. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what the full bridge looks like once it's complete. You know, uh, and what, especially how it looks at night. That's, that's the thing because that's what they really advertised when they were when they were when they were coming out with this they're like yeah this is going to look amazing at night so i i'm excited to see that
0: yeah apparently they're going to have local teams that are featured on the cast members caps so it says golden state samurai is one of the hats um this is oh, from laughingplace.com instead what of they golden state those...
1: warriors oh man
0: yeah yeah that's no. pretty cool
1: <laughs> my what? i mean they're not my least favorite basketball team okay we're fine
0: they're yeah, down there but they're
1: not they're not my least favorite
0: well this is a cooler logo than the warriors anyway so
1: the warriors logo is boring let's let's face it it's 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 the golden gate bridge wow you took the one thing your city is famous for and stuck it on, uh, stuck it in a circle.
0: Yeah, I'm glad they just Ooh. didn't do that with this, where they like made the bridge from San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. With the, you know, yellow circle.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um, I think the Warriors used to have an actual logo too.
1: Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look great.
0: <laughs> no.
1: They can have all their other success, but at least the Timberwolves are better than them in terms of logo. That's the that's the one win the Timberwolves franchise is taking. And it's the only in one the they're gonna decade. have for a while. Yeah,
0: for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we before we jump into the uh food and wine stuff, let's take a quick break. All right, we are back. We're t- we're gonna talk some uh Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Um also something fun with this too is that the Muppets are coming to it this year. They're having a brew wing lab at the Odyssey um, where they will have culinary creations and madcap mishaps of Muppets lab. So this is Dr. Bunsen, Honeydew and Beaker um, who are going to have a taste testing headquarters there in the Odyssey. You'll be able to sample concoctions like the unnecessarily spicy yet extremely tasty Scotch bonnet, uh pepper curry wings. Or the pickle milkshake.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure how to feel about the pickle milkshake. I'm going to be honest.
0: You know who might try that is uh, Logan's wife. She loves pickles. I'm okay. going to have to see if she's going to go try that.
1: Um, I'm going to be honest no chance <laughs> am i trying, am I, trying that?
0: I think i would try it if somebody else bought it i don't know if i'd buy it like if somebody right. in my family no, no, no. was trying it i'd be like can i have a sip <laughs> or something but i don't i don't know if i'm going to be the one jumping in on that
1: no uh, i've i've tried pickle soda before um it's not great so i i don't know how this would work um but you know uh <laughs> It's there if you want to try it. I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean the the wind. Some of the winds sound interesting, right? You got some classic stuff. You, uh, but it's it, it's mostly cool that they're bringing more Muppet stuff into the parks because I think one pretty unused IP that Disney has is definitely the Muppets, right? So uh, I I I think or not unused, underused, uh, but. You know they they've got Muppet Vision and Pizza Rizzo, uh, you know the Rat Pizza Place, uh, that isn't fantastic, but whatever. Uh, uh they they, so I am I'm, I'm glad they I'm glad they're branching out a little bit and and bringing them into the fold here.
0: Yeah, I always like when the Muppets get a little bit of a time to shine here. So, um, hopefully. Hopefully it's worth it. Hopefully <laughs> the Muppets show up too. And it's not just branded Muppet. Labs. I mean, they
1: had that um, mobile lab with, yes, uh, they did for quite I, a while. It would, it would be awesome if they would bring it back for use in that area. You know, that, yeah, that, could yeah. be, that could be kind of cool. Uh, we'll, I will. I wonder if they will, you know, uh, but it is still cool. At least that they're bringing more Muppet related things in regardless
0: Let's get to the fun part that everybody's probably waiting for here, which is the menu lineup for food and wine. Did you want to read some of these? Um, here. The <laughs> there,
1: there, are a lot of menu. Are, items should we here, read but...
0: them or should we just pick which ones? Uh, that you wanted to pick there. I,
1: I think let let let's pick let's pick a few that that we want to highlight because there there's like yeah, too many. we could go through, all, to, yeah, could go through all of these, but I think we that did that be, like you know...
0: last year and it was like too much. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I mean, there's, I mean, do you want to start? Is there anything that like really catches catches your eyes right away that that you would would uh really be interested in?
0: Yeah, I I think the first thing, okay. Most of my stuff is probably gonna be uh desserts, okay. Because here we go. Look, <laughs> there's listen some to good this. desserts. Yeah. This is Belgium. Has the Belgian waffle with warm chocolate ganache and also has a Belgian waffle with berry compote uh, and whipped cream. Uh, So I would, uh, that stuff sounds good, Uh, but I wouldn't probably get two waffles. So I'd probably end up picking one of those, but it'd be off my, it'd be off looks when I go there. But I think that one is the first thing that jumped out to me when I was scrolling this that I was like, this sounds very lovely.
1: Yeah, one booth that did really well last year uh, was brand new, I, I believe, last year at least. Uh, the fry basket, which had a bunch of specialty fries, they're bringing back uh, most of those. You know, their sweet potato casserole fries, sea salt and malt vinegar, mm. uh, adobo yuca fries. But the one that they added a new item, which sounds really good, um, because I, I I like pickles, not maybe not in milkshake form, but. Uh, they have pickle fries with dill ranch and mm. it, they look like giant fried pickle spears. And honestly, how can you go wrong with that? Uh, like, that sounds really, really good. So... Uh,
0: I have a yeah. question. I have a question. I'm looking at the fry basket now, okay? Yep. Sea salt and malt vinegar fries. It says plant-based item. Aren't they all plant-based?
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, not I the mean, barbecue not, not bacon, the bacon fries. One, yeah. But I mean, well, like...
0: Any potato one should be like. Hey, why, if it's just why are the potatoes? sweet
1: potato casserole fries not plant based? Uh, uh,
0: maybe toasted mar-
1: marshmallow cream. I guess like has gelatin. You know.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know what how they determine what to put on. You know. I mean, um,
1: it. I will say there are a lot of like plant based options, which is good. You know, I. I think it's definitely good to see, more of those options. But, I think almost every booth has either something plant-based or like impossible based at it which or a a good proportion of them is
0: it least. bad that when i saw plant-based impossible like on greece i was I, my mind immediately went to like it was this mission impossible branded <laughs> thing and the reason i say it because it has the tm next to impossible yeah and it made no. me think that like oh what they're doing a <laughs> so weird combination to combination team up for, with paramount on that yeah um <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, it, there there's I mean uh one I I uh, was was there anything else that you wanted to highlight as oh well yeah besides? Germany
0: yeah. uh Germany I have the apple strudel with vanilla sauce I think that yeah, sounds yeah. pretty pretty ba badass um
1: <laughs> that uh, yeah that does Disney
0: yeah. Disney desserts always get me uh, I love them
1: yeah there man there there are a lot of items on here uh one I mean one that's uh not not um food at all, but goes more towards the wine area. They have uh a tropical mimosa, which is Prosecco, you know, sparkling wine, and pog juice, you know, like what you'd get at like uh You know Ohana, Tusker House, all those kind of places, the pomegranate orange guava juice. That's kind of a staple at a lot of Disney dining locations. And I had it last year. I loved it. It was super expensive because, you know, it it has Prosecco. uh, But I am planning on getting it again because I will be going uh, to the Food and Wine Festival on my birthday. So you know what? I deserve it.
0: I think I'm gonna also look at here. This one sounds interesting. The Kenya booth, they have peri peri skewered shrimp. Um I love peri peri from when I have it at Nando's. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it comes with citrus flavored couscous. Get rid of the couscous. I'll just have the shrimp <sighs> on the skewer. Uh But that sounds interesting. Peri peri shrimp. You're missing
1: out. Couscous, couscous is is pretty good. It's 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 not my favorite, but it's not it's not it doesn't like doesn't look good. Uh, it it you, if. You should try it sometime. It's 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 pretty good. It, it's maybe it looks a little off putting, but trust me when I say it, it's 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 a solid one. And I I didn't see it on there, so I'm going to another website that I saw it on. But I think it's the Morocco booth or over in Morocco. I might I might have misread this because now I'm not finding it, but. <laughs> I, I swear I saw su- there it is yeah uh, Tangerine Cafe they 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 have that uh, they have a fried falafel pita with tahini sauce uh, mm-hmm. that's actually what I had for dinner last night so uh, so you don't even sounds- have to get it there <laughs> maybe not but <laughs> uh, they also have at the same place grilled shawmula chicken or Moroccan spiced lamb kebabs with carrot chickpea salad and garlic aioli that. That's pretty good, and even like you know, the Moroccan bread with hummus, tremola, uh, and pistachio cake with cinnamon pastry cream and candied walnuts. Like all around, like just sounds pretty stellar. I I'm a big fan of Mediterranean food, so like I I will definitely be passing by there to see what see what we're looking at uh, over there. But it looks like a, a solid spot.
0: Uh something that sounds interesting to me here too is over in Germany they also have the bratwurst on a pretzel roll with mustard
1: interest so like so kind of would, like i i wonder if they so do they put like the bratwurst in the that's what i was wondering like is it, it pretzel, like a hot
0: dog or is it like uh you know where like the bun is the pretzel roll or is it like a pretzel roll like a burger and they like slam the bratwurst into like that's what i don't know <laughs> Yeah, You'll just have to see what that's like it
1: it see it does sound interesting regardless uh i could eat that yeah
0: i'm not big uh, on like brat verse, but like having mm. it with the pretzel roll and know, uh, that sounds good
1: yeah i mean i'll highlight like one or two more maybe uh one for sure uh over at the india pavilion they have a chicken tikka masala with fennel spicy yogurt and naan bread sounds pretty good uh you know I, I, lo- I love I love those items. So I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be good there. Um, and well, see, for this, there's an item from Flavors from Fire that sounds really good. If it was without one item on it, chimichurri marinated skirt steak taco with crushed avocado, grilled corn salsa, pickled red onions, queso fresco, and cilantro lime cream. Now, if we were talking without the avocado, this sounds amazing, but I hate avocado. So uh, mm. a little disappointed uh, I mean, maybe I could get it without avocado. Who knows?
0: Zava's not a big fan of you.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Zavocados, that's for Some- sure. Yeah.
0: Something that sounds interesting to me here is the lump crab cake with aioli and vinegar slaw. Because it says Coastal Eats, so I'm wondering if they're trying to model it off of you know, like the Maryland East Coast crab right. cake, but usually those are hit or miss at Disney. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. I found oh, I found the the jackpot here. Okay. Okay. Now this is in the brewing at the Odyssey, the traditional buffalo wings with celery and ranch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds pretty darn good. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh one, one thing that I'm interested I, I wouldn't get it but I'm shocked that this is here at this place called bubbles and brine caviar. They're serving caviar out here. How, what do you, what do you think the over under on that costing? Let, let's set it. Let's say $25. What do you think over or under $25? It's going to cost out the ass caviar. and
0: it'll have not a lot of caviar because look, this is what I noticed too. Like when I worked there and I went and when I lived there, Mm-hmm. At the American Pavilion, they had crab cakes. They they called them Maryland crab cakes, and you went. Now I didn't say lump, right? So I'm thinking the lump crab cakes are going to have bigger lumps in it. But right, I went to uh, get the Maryland crab cakes at the pavilion. This is like circa 2013, 2015, and they were about this thin. They're about thinner than a oh, hamburger. Man. Okay, and there was two of them. And very little meat in there, and it was still expensive, so i would I would assume that's how the caviar is going to be too, yeah, not a lot. Uh,
1: I mean a lot yeah, I, I'll end it off by saying the the other thing that sounds really good, and I could be missing a lot of other things too, but the uh, the Italian hot beef sandwich with shaved beef, spicy giardiniera, and au jus on a French roll from the American pavilion. That sounds amazing. Uh, now, in the hot Florida sun in august not so sure about that uh if if it'll if it'll still sound good in those conditions but in in contact without that context it sounds pretty good i i like i like good italian beef sandwich
0: yeah I, th- I think people probably wouldn't be surprised with what i picked on on these things so
1: no no way
0: <laughs> i wouldn't have Alright, so that brings us to our post news game. Uh so if anybody listened to last week, you're gonna or two weeks ago, you're gonna know the game. Uh Jack brought us an immaculate Disney grid, trivia grid, and I aced it. And now uh it was my turn to make one. So <laughs> I went ahead and did that. Let me okay. go ahead and pull it up here.
1: I'm nervous because I I was, was, I was fine making it. Right. It's, it's fun to make it.
0: Uh, It's always fun to make it. Like when I make my soccer ones, I'm like, Oh, this is great. And then, um, you know, I had some people say they're too hard. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't know the answer either. I had to look it up. (laughs) All right. So here we go. So let me go ahead here and uh, explain some rules. okay? Okay. Okay. So the categories on the columns are current or former attractions at both WDW and Disneyland. Okay. Attraction inspired movie. Dining based off characters or attractions. And singing attraction. I I do want to clarify attraction inspired movie or TV show. I thought I updated that. Okay. Uh, so it can be a TV show.
1: So the attraction came first. Yes you're saying. Yep. Interesting. Okay. And then singing attraction, uh, yeah. like
0: attraction that has a uh, singing in it. I know that can pretty much be okay. all of them, but uh, but like the main my... feature
1: is like singing. Like it's yeah. it, like, okay.
0: Yeah. Close your eyes real quick. I'm going to open okay. up the answer sheet and I just don't want this <laughs> to accidentally get shared either. Like yep, I just I'm, need to make I...
1: sure people can right, see it. Like we're good. We're okay, good. I'm good. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. So
0: for, I think I worked it out where three of these have one answer. Everything else should have multiple.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh. So and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and play it. No reusing. I'm gonna try and do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I do wanna. Okay. So I said those. Okay. And then the columns. I mean the rows. Sorry. Are Fantasyland, Frontierland, mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios, and Adventureland.
1: Now, uh, these these uh lands like can can they be either Disneyland at either or disneyland. park okay
0: yeah actually that's a good that's a good question <laughs> what i also want to clarify and this is one of the things i need to clarify this can mm-hmm. be uh if it's not for that first column where it says attractions at both wdw and disneyland yep um these lands can be at any global disney park
1: okay I don't know enough about any of the ones outside North America, so I'm probably going to And the reason keep I had to that. add
0: that is because my wife came up with an answer, and <laughs> she was like very adamant that it counted okay. because in one of the parks it's in Frontierland. So I was okay. like, okay, I'll give it to you.
1: And uh, singing attraction, or and unless it's unless it's said, we're 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 assuming current attraction. I'm assuming, right? Yeah.
0: Um, these are all current. Yes. Okay, but cool. they can okay. be. I I guess. I don't know enough I'll, about I'll try, past I'll try and keep, attractions. I'll, I'll try and
1: keep it current then. Um, all right. Uh, let me start with current or former attractions at both Disney World and Disneyland for Fantasyland. Yep. We're going to go Peter Pan's Flight. Yes. Okay.
0: That's on my answer sheet.
1: Fantasyland-inspired movie.
0: Or TV show.
1: Okay. that, that, that Or TV show. I'm gonna have to come. I'm gonna have to come back to that. That, I I have to
0: special. I have to specify TV show for that because I made this whole grid. (laughs) I made this whole grid, Uh and then gave it to my wife, and she was like, "There isn't an answer for this one." And I was like, "Oh crap, you're right. I thought I changed the land, but I had (laughs) had everything else already set." But I double checked, I Googled if you actually, for people afterwards, if they okay. want to double check my work, if you go to Wikipedia and go to attraction, Disney attractions or Disney movies and TV shows inspired by attractions, okay. this is where I got the answer from it. Okay. So I, it is I'm a, gonna, real thing. Right, a real I'm gonna thing. Hold,
1: I'm going to hold off on that for now. Um, dining based off characters or attractions, I'm going to go with Be Our Guest uh, for Fantasyland. Um,
0: yes, that can, that counts.
1: Uh singing attraction, Fantasyland. I'm going to go Enchanted Tales with Belle. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. I didn't write Front- that
0: on there, but I ran out of room. But yes, it's an okay. Option. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, Frontierland current or former attractions at both Disney World and Land.
0: Um, now it doesn't go- have to. Again, let me clarify this. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be in the same land at each park. Mm, okay. So. If it is in Frontierland at one of the parks, it counts to fit in here.
1: Obviously, okay. I'm gonna go Big Thunder Mountain, mm-hmm. and then attraction inspired movie Frontierland. I'm gonna go. Is Country Bears going to work there?
0: Yes, it works. Yep,
1: it does. Okay, I feel. Th- I thought there was a Country Bears movie. I don't remember it being good. But no, I, it was not. But okay. it was. Uh, it,
0: there is a Country Bears movie. Yes.
1: Dining based off characters or attractions from Frontierland. Um, that's that's tougher. Uh, would Pecos Bill count?
0: It does, yeah.
1: Okay, okay. This
0: is one of those that is the only answer in Frontierland, okay, if I okay. if I am correct. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh I can't think of anything else. So I, Unless,
0: I, I... definitely for Disney World. I guess I could double check yeah. Disneyland and see if there's another option, but for Disney okay. World, yes.
1: Um, let's see. Singing attraction in Frontierland. I already used Country Bear.
0: So this can read. be a former this can be a former one. Uh, as of oh, this year, <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, Splash Mountain. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay. Hollywood Studios current or former attractions at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Um, oh, Runaway Railway could work there. Yep. Okay, attraction that inspired movie from Hollywood Studios.
0: This is one that there's one answer.
1: Okay, there's one. Um and and you're and this is current, right? You said current? Um
0: yeah. I mean okay, all of these current. answers are current, but
1: yeah. Ooh. Um uh, Tower of Terror probably wouldn't count for that. because it was based originally on twilight zone, but they've done a remake of it, but eh, nah, that doesn't feel like the right one. There. I, I'll um, tell you, that is the answer. Oh, they
0: made a movie for ABC's uh wonderful world of Disney. And then I'm oh, starring a okay. drew, uh, uh, drew Barry, not drew Barrymore. Uh, sorry. Kristen Dunst. Uh,
1: no, you're right. I, I remember seeing a video on that just like a few, a, <laughs> a week or two ago. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. Dining based off characters or attractions. Uh, this. Um, let's go. Uh, whatever. Uh, Woody's lunchbox. Yeah, that. Yep, that's that. that, Yeah, there we go. We'll we'll go with that. And then singing attraction. Um, I feel like there's got to be. Uh, let's go. Beauty and the Beast uh, live on stage or, or whatever the subtitle is. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> that is one of the
0: options, yeah.
1: yeah um, two, two Beauty and the Beast attractions for that one, for Sinning Attraction, so <laughs> uh, okay, Adventureland. I'm cleaning off everything and still keeping in the back of my mind that square that I skipped over. Okay, um, yep, yep. Adventureland, current and former attractions at both Disney World and Disneyland. Let's go with, no, I want to save that. Uh, and I want to save, uh, let's go Pirates of the Caribbean there. Okay. And then attraction-inspired movie will go with Jungle Cruise for Adventureland. Yep. Uh, dining based off characters or attractions will go Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then scenic attraction, Enchanted Tiki Room. Awesome. That that one I breezed through. That one. Yes, <laughs> that one is
0: very easy. Okay. Uh, but you can screw yourself out of it by picking pirates first then jungle cruise um if you or like picking uh i guess you have plenty of options but <laughs> like you can screw yourself out if you take tiki then pirates where you have nothing at the end yeah uh, yeah so yeah you have to be careful with that okay um so just all that's left for the listeners is attraction inspired movie or tv show for fantasy land i almost just said the answer but yes for Fantasyland.
1: and you made this with like thinking disney world in mind for the most part yes um, yep. and you you did say current attraction yes right yep. like oh man okay uh, attraction inspired movie no i don't think it's there hasn't been a Small World movie, has there? I don't think there has been, but not a movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that would be terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, oh, attraction inspired movie for Fantasyland. I'm like going through in my head like every.
0: Remember, attraction. it can be a TV show too.
1: Right? Okay, TV. TV show. I'm going to need, like, another hint here. <laughs> uh, need, you were like,
0: very close to the answer. <laughs> I was very
1: close to the answer? Yeah. All, all I've said so far is Small World. Yeah. It, it, it can't be a Small World, though. It
0: is, it is Small World, it is? the animated series, yes. Oh, my gosh. The... The web television series that is four minutes long and has oh nine my episodes. Gosh.
1: Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> now, okay, in, in the future, they will be coming up with uh more rides. Still, none of them are Fantasyland, but I could have changed okay. this to Tomorrowland and Space Mountain is getting a movie mm-hmm. apparently. Um, and uh, Big Thunder Mountain is supposedly getting a movie, uh, so that could have fit in Frontierland at some point. Okay.
1: Yeah, Um, I I almost said like Casey Jr.'s splash pad or whatever, but uh, no, that doesn't count because, you know.
0: Yes. So here are the answers for what I have. All right. So if anybody is listening and they want to send us other answers that you that you have, these are the ones I could fit and that um, that my wife guessed and that I kind of had in the back of my mind when I was making this. So. Uh, thank God there was a small world TV show around. So I would have had to redo that whole row. <laughs> you, you might uh, want to change to your. Else.
1: Yeah. You might. If you want to show it on the screen, you might have to change. Which yeah, screen I can. You're yeah. Okay. Let me. Uh, yeah.
0: And then this is the one where I fixed it to say TV. So here you go. Okay. Um, Okay. So current or former attractions at both WDW and Disneyland. I have teacups, Pooh Bear, Mr. Toad, um, Peter Pan, Small World, uh, the Carousel is an option there as well. Yep. Um, There's probably more that I'm thinking of, but uh, th- those are like the oh, big uh, ones like, for Fantasyland.
1: Oh, I almost said Little Mermaid, but that's at California Adventure technically. So, I mean.
0: That counts. I mean, if okay, it's at okay, Disneyland then, yes, Resort, that, I think we yeah, can count that. Yeah,
1: then, yeah. then, yeah, Little Mermaid too, yeah.
0: Um, I'll go column by column. Uh, okay. Frontierland, I had Tom Sawyer Island, Splash Mountain, and Big Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, frontierland Hol-
1: shooting arcade as well i
0: guess yes know, yeah i guess you yeah. can count that yeah
1: yeah hollywood studios
0: hollywood studios <laughs> have tower of terror runaway railway and star tours because star mm-hmm. tours is in uh tomorrowland yeah uh adventureland swiss family robinson treehouse which is now tarzan treehouse that's why it's also former attractions it used to be swiss family <laughs> yep. um pirates tiki room jungle cruise that's adventureland uh mm-hmm. attraction inspired movie or TV show. Fantasyland has small world. That's it. Frontierland has country bears. My wife, this is the one where my wife said Haunted Mansion, because it is in Paris as Frontierland. So okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's fair. i have to <laughs> update that. Uh Hollywood Studios only options, Tower of Terror. And Adventureland, of course, has Pirates and Jungle Cruise as options. Uh, dining based off characters or attractions. Fantasyland has a bunch, obviously. Pinocchio mm-hmm. Village House, Be Our Guest, Gaston's Tavern, Prince Eric's Market, if you want to count that. It's like the little, I, th- I think market. that's a little
1: bit of a stretch. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But
0: I mean, it, it, it's, yeah, yeah, they have yeah. some, you know, technically. Like, yeah, yeah. They have options. I went, I didn't want to exclude Prince Eric's and then people be like, because you can also do Friar's Nook here, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it okay. is. Based off a of character, uh, Frontierland just has Pecos Bill. I looked up Disneyland just a moment ago, and they don't really have dining there. It kind of goes right into yeah,
1: New Orleans I, Square. So Disneyland in general does not have a ton of like quick service yeah. dining.
0: Uh, Hollywood Studios, Woody's Lunchbox fits, but also Oga's Cantina fits mm-hmm. uh, fits as well. Um, I think that's it for yeah Hollywood. I, I,
1: I think so. I I can I can't think of anything. Else. I mean, I guess you could do like uh Ronto roasters or whatever. Mm, it's not or, really
0: based off the character. Yeah,
1: exact yeah. Uh yeah, it, it's everything else is kind of a stretch. I mean, you could use the new uh restaurant at uh Toy Story uh land over there that they just opened.
0: Is that what is uh, lunchbox or I mean no, they opened the other
1: up a, a table service one uh out there. I can't remember what it's called now. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll look up the name if you Yeah while, look up while the we...
0: name because I, I forget uh, Adventureland is Skipper's Canteen like you said Tortuga Tavern
1: fits mm, right, with Pirates, uh, yep. Pirates
0: and then Sunshine Tree Because it's based off Sunshine Bird which is uh, A character that they had there too
1: Okay okay
0: Singing Attraction uh, Fantasyland Under the Sea uh, Filler Magic Also fits here Small World Mine Train Those were the ones I could think of mm-hmm. Um Frontierland Splash or Country Bears. So if you wanted to be like my wife and use Haunted Mansion for movie, you are freed up to use Country Bears for singing attraction. Uh, Hollywood Studios has Frozen sing along. They have The Beauty and the Beast. They have Rock and Roller Coaster. They had, she, uh, this is where my wife said Slinky because he sings at the end. I'm uh, a little iffy uh, on that. I'm a little I, iffy I, I mean, on that one.
1: It's like one of some of the only voiceover you get on the attraction. So I mean,
0: yeah, I, I don't know. And uh, given
1: how short that ride is, it does make up a sizable proportion of. I was going to say you could do Runaway
0: Railway too because that has a lot of singing. Yes, yeah. As well, um, more than I would have thought for Hollywood Studios having singing. Mm-hmm. And then of course, eventually Tiki Room, and Pirates. So that is the grid that I have made
1: and. The restaurant is called Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Oh, Roundup that's Rodeo right, Bar. but it's yep.
0: not based, uh, is it? Uh, I don't know if it counts.
1: It's to, it's to, it's Toy Story themed, so yeah. It's... But
0: is it based off an attraction or or,
1: but off characters?
0: I guess, <laughs> like it's not named <laughs> yeah. after a character. is kind of what. I, okay, what okay, I okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, no. I, I mean, they have like giant. Otherwise, like, I feel like you'd be able to use
0: every stories. single uh, dining place.
1: I mean. It, yeah, yeah, you kind of can. Um, there's a few exceptions here and there, but yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I that the small world, <laughs> I that <laughs> that threw me for a loop for a second. But
0: I I was I, also thinking know, like I could have done yeah. Tomorrowland, but then it's not based off of an attraction; it's just the world. So I'm, I was really trying yeah. to figure this out. I mean, you could have,
1: yeah, attraction inspired movie or TV for Tomorrowland. I don't
0: just the movie Tomorrowland, but I don't yeah, know how I, to like.
1: I don't think Put there's anything on. else really. Um, I'm 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 going through it. I I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's there's anything else. Yeah. There you I go. mean, you, you based it yeah. pretty well there, yeah, except for yeah. that
0: small world one, which I, I, think, I think is the toughest answer. Anyway, and I think so. I
1: think you needed a hint on one of them last yeah. time. So yeah. I, I think there we go. We're, we did about the same. <laughs> So so that means next time it's my turn to make another one. This <laughs> this is the show from now on, folks. It's all <laughs> it's all
0: Disney grid trivia.
1: It's all grid trivia. Um, always has been.
0: I tried to come up with my first idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna see if I can make it work somehow. My first idea was having lands or parks, mm-hmm. and then one of the columns was gonna just be Beauty and the Beast. And it would just be like attractions or like representation of that uh, franchise in there. But I kind of hit a stumbling block on what I could do with the rest of the column. So if I can figure that out, Mm -hmm. I'll give you a hint. The next time I make one in like a month, it's going to be probably on there. If I can figure it out. But yeah, it's tough.
1: right. Well, I think we we covered a lot of news. Also, we covered uh, we went on a bit of a tangent with uh, strikes. It's big and, stuff, uh, though. It's big, and if it's CEOs are company. you know, and if CEOs are necessary, all that kind of stuff. Right, so, they're
0: not.
1: Yep. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you know, you you got a little bit of you got a little bit of of uh of of that in there. You got if if you didn't like that, you could skip ahead and get to the the Food and Wine Festival, or you could play trivia.
0: There's yes. something for
1: everyone in this episode. Something
0: for everyone here. Uh, If you want to follow us on Twitter, I don't post that much on there, but it's PT Disney podcast, facebook.com slash behind the dreams podcast. you want to follow our old Instagram account that my sister has control of still. It's at behind the dreams podcast on Instagram. And you can email us behind the dreams podcast at gmail.com. I am currently covering secret invasion on our Marvel podcast to the infinity saga and beyond and uh that's with my friend Casey right now we we've covered the first three recording episode 4 this weekend um so you can follow that there uh for any sort of update or news on that uh on my DC podcast else worlds we just did a superhero draft across all publications um so you can check that out too and see who was the who were the top fifteen superheroes that we picked in our draft. And uh, coming up will be a supervillain draft in the next week or two, uh, that we'll be doing as well. Uh, anything, Jack? that you need to plug? Uh,
1: not really. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really doing too much in terms of other podcasts right now. So, uh, I guess once I once I had to Florida for Disney for two days uh, and then may, maybe i'll maybe i'll put together some some stuff there maybe i'll put together a slideshow or something or some pictures of all the food and wine items i try may, maybe maybe i'll get the pickle milkshake
0: probably not but <laughs> you should just for the reaction video that we could share it on and stuff maybe, uh... <laughs> maybe. It, it's kind of it's
1: kind of like a beverly reaction video you know like the same yes, kind of thing yeah,
0: yeah. um See, Jack is so dedicated to the show, guys. He stopped doing his other podcasts. Yeah, exactly. And no. he stopped doing any additional stuff just to focus on this. Yeah, it's, so we, it's we definitely think... not because
1: I graduated college. <laughs> that, that has nothing to do with anything.
0: Exactly. Thank you, Jack, for for being so yeah, dedicated to the yeah, calls yeah, yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> so we'll catch you next time, probably in like two weeks. I don't know. Uh, where we'll uh, break down any other news that happens. In the meantime, we'll play another Disney trivia grid and yeah so thank you all for watching or listening we will catch you next time